one is all things, all life, all love. We all come together in the form of energy, though we may exist on different vibrations. Our sound is one, our unity is one, and our life is one. Keep shining. Sisters podcast. What's going on, people? 
how y'all doing? How y'all doing? I'm just glad to be in the service. <laughs> I'm glad to be in the service. Wasn't able to do the show on Monday. Um, y'all, I do reside in Houston, Texas. So, uh, you know, many of us were under the wrath of the Kraken on Monday. And so, um, you know, the show was postponed until a brighter day, which is today. The sun is shining, the sky is blue, and if you look up, you never would know anything happened. But if you look down and all around, there's no doubt that something very, very serious and um, that requires our attention has taken place. And so that is the reason for today's show. Today is a Thursday. We do our shows on Monday nights, 9 p.m. However, today is a very special show. On this Thursday, on this Jupiter Day of expansion, um, it just I felt pressed in my spirit to do a special show to highlight wealth and to highlight success and to highlight excellence. And just to bring a brighter day, because it's very easy to, you know, get kind of just caught up in your own situation and just the the vast, um, the uphill battle that, you know, might appear. Um, Unfortunately, unfortunately, many, many, many women um, in Houston, you know, lost everything from their cars to their entire homes to important documents to their businesses, maybe their homes were saved, but they they have um, shops downtown or, you know, their contractors work downtown or just, just so many different possibilities of what was all good, <laughs> what was all good a week ago or actually was just beginning to turn last Thursday. And now many of us are just kind of sitting like, okay, now what do I do, you know? And so there's all these different aids that are out here, people that are offering aid and support. Um, these credit cards, I've had, I had Google Business call me this morning. They never call me. Well, you know, someone saying they were Google Business calling me, asking for information. So, you know, the vultures are out. And so there's just so many different turns that we could take along this path that um, it definitely does us good to talk to people more experienced than us, more knowledgeable than us, and who are on the outside kind of looking in and can offer wise counsel. And so the sister that has agreed to come on the the show today, originally she was supposed to come on um, to discuss her her, um, mogul impact, and she's still coming on to discuss her mogul impact, because we need to hear about this wonderful, excellent thing, this wonderful, excellent event, excuse me, that she's offering to women of planet Earth. Um, She's going to have not only Dr. Claude Anderson, who is a mogul in his own right, she also has herself and many other sisters and brothers who are offering a range of guidance and tips and insight um, about beginning to accumulate wealth, how to maintain wealth, and how to expand wealth. And so that's the kind of conversations we need to hear. We need to hear practical, empowering, uplifting type conversations in one ear while we hear, you know, the reality and the hard truth and the hard facts and the somewhat uphill battle that many of us, you know, that we're going to have to be on. And, you know, Circle Sisters podcast, we don't like to sugarcoat or lie about anything. And so 
Um, my little two cents is simply we've been working. We're not afraid of work. We're not afraid of doing rolling up our sleeves and doing what we have to do. And so just know that that's exactly what is the order of the day right now. However, the goal is to work smarter, not harder. But it's hard work definitely in the plan, most definitely. Most definitely, most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. Hard work is definitely in the plan. However, we survived it. You're still alive. You're still in the land of the living, <laughs> as the old folks say. So you definitely have the fortitude. We just got to build up the mental and the spiritual and definitely tap into that earth energy, that wealth, that abundance, that plant a seed and watch it grow and prune it and cut the weeds and make sure it's fertilized. That's 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 the order of the day right now. So Miss Lene is um she is on the line and so let me just stop running my mouth and allow the sister to do what she does best. Just a second, let me bring her in. Hey sister Javette. Hey Keisha, how are you doing today, girl? Hey, I'm great. I am. I'm wonderful. Like I say, the sky, the sun is shining. The skies are blue, so I can deal with the rest. <laughs> that is How are a you? Beautiful thing. I, man, girl, I'm so good. I went and saw Mary J. Blige last night. I woke up this morning. It's oh, wow. Friday. My birthday's coming. My birthday's coming up next month, and so my mom took me and uh, me and my sisters oh. to out to see Mary last night. So I woke up this morning singing and dancing. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great way to to start your week ahead because you got big things going on in a couple of days. Do I do? You know, can you hear me okay? I feel like I'm. Uh, can I? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can't. So the difference is I'm on my phone. I couldn't get into, I don't know if I'm yelling. I'm trying to make sure I'm loud and clear. I can hear you perfectly, but I'm not on my headset. I'm on my phone, so I might be loud and just don't know. you are absolutely (laughs) perfect. I'm on my headset as well, so I just wanted to make sure. Thank you so much. So so Dr. Dr. Claude Anderson, whom I love, admire, and adore, will not be there. Actually, Dr. George Frazier, Dr. George Frazier, who I also uh, Oh, thank you. We'll be here that um, next weekend, and then um, hopefully, maybe you can come out in February when I bring Doctor Boyce out. So, um, I oh, love nice. black, you know, I love I love black economic empowerment. I love black entrepreneurship. I love black leadership. I love black networking. I love black people. I love my sisters. I love my brothers. I love our resilience. I love our bounce back. What you just said a minute ago about hard work. We are not afraid of hard work. We've been doing hard work for. 500, 600, 700 years, you know, we did 400 hardcore years of hard work. So we are not afraid of hard work. And so I just love, um, one, what you're doing, with this, the information that you're bringing to people, how you're getting the information out there. I did some research on the uh, Circle Sisters, and it's just it's amazing. So I just want to give some kudos to you. Oh, wow, thank you. And I saw your page, too. Your, um, let me pull it up right now. Your, um, it's a feel like I, I was on your YouTube, and um, I started watching some of the videos, and so I can't wait to binge, binge out on your YouTube page. Um, okay, I, I, turned, I turned it off. What's your, what's your YouTube, um, what's it called, Avatar? Uh, my YouTube is going to be, um, you can find it under my name, Lene Javet, or you can find it under Mogulvation, M-O-G-U-L-V-A-T-I-O-N. Mogulvation, that's cute. 
Um, so Sis has just a bunch of videos where that's exactly what she's doing. She's giving motivational, she's giving tips, um, and just giving information that we need to know. And so let me um, – I'm going to just a second, Sis. Let me get my – Pull this computer up of here. Um, let me give you a proper introduction. Um, okay. Introduce the mobile impact we did first. So if you go on Facebook, everybody go to Facebook, and um, it's under exactly that, Mogul, M-O-G-U-L, Impact Conference and Retreat. It has an event page. It also has a, um, a business page. And um, just to read a brief, briefly read a little bit about the, the Impact Weekend, um, it's bringing together moguls that know about building a business while dealing with the obstacles, transforming mindsets in the face of failure, staying true to the vision, demanding what you're worth, building a legacy through your business, how to use the power of your time and your choice, and how to unleash your mogul. Her speakers, these speakers will inspire, ignite, and move us to take action. And correct, Dr. George C. Fraser, the man who Forbes says is the iconic voice of leadership for African Americans and one of the world's authorities on networking. He is a self-made um, millionaire. Arnita Johnson Hall, luxurious credit. Ray Tatum, excuse me, these are the other speakers. Um, self-made millionaire Arnita Johnson Hall of luxurious credit. Ray Tatum of Vanguard Strategies and Consulting. Celebrity publicist Ebony Porter Ike of Epi Media Group, and um, Dr. Will Moreland of Will Moreland International. So, as I said, it's going to be just a lot of people who have a lot of experience um, and know how in this business arena. They're all going to be there sharing what they know. And what I also thought was not only is that wonderful, that is just excellent, but it's also a retreat. And that's the part that, that kind of got me like, oh, okay. So not only are you going to get to go and, and learn and network, then you get to go to the spa and just relax and really just feel like a true mogul. And um, oh, that's such a great idea. That is such a great idea, sis. Um, well, so let me I just to... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 right there, that's excellent. And for the price that you're charging, I mean, it's yeah, I need to come to the next one. I, if I had a little bit more notice, I would have hopped on the plane and been there. But I'm sending my love and support, sis. Um, okay, let me read your bio and then I'm quiet. So, Lene Javet, social media superstar, crowdfunding campaign strategist single mother and mogul motivated with over 65,000 followers across all of her social media platforms, 6,000 members on face in her Facebook group, and she's still mom of the year. She still has time to pick up her son and be present in his life. So this is the sister who we're on the phone with. She's no stranger to hard work and prioritizing her goals and reaching her mom founder, founder of C-U-L-S-I-R-E. Callfire.com, Mogulvation Consulting, and the Mogul Institute. So, just fill the name, y'all, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that. Beautiful. Okay. No, no problem, sis. If just sis, you are free to talk about your institute. I mean, your conference coming up. Um, the good, the bad, the hard, the the 
just let us know. Paint a beautiful picture for us because we could use it. <laughs> Not a problem. So I wish I could take all the credit for this conference, and I cannot. I have a partner that I work with on this because, again, I, I believe in collaboration. Her name is Tanisha Brown. She's out of Atlanta, Georgia. She has a business okay. called Impact Magazine, which she's had for 10 uh, ten years, and I was honored through her magazine as a woman of impact in January, and I saw how well and how nice she executed that event. And one day we were just kind of sitting around talking about, um, you know, different things that are going on. She was talking about coming to Phoenix. I was like, you definitely should. We have, the, you know, all the nice resorts and all these nice spas. And she was like, oh, I want to do something there. And I was like, I really want to do a conference because they're really – in my opinion, my humble opinion, there aren't really any entrepreneur conferences out there right now um, that really focus on being a leader, that really focus on networking, that really focus on growing your business, that really focus on step, you know, stepping out of fear, that really focus on unleashing your mogul and your fears and what you want to do and tapping into your passion. Um, and so we were literally just sitting around having, you know, having food, having drinks like most people do. And then a couple of weeks later, I was like, I'm going to do a conference. <laughs> I was like, let's partner. I was like, cool. So she brings the retreat piece of it, the fun, the relaxing, the spa, the golf. I bring the conference, the entrepreneur that developed. And we just sat down and put this together. So that's how we came up with Mogul Impact. I'm the mogul. She's the impact. Um, and we wanted oh, to show wow. that. You see how that came together? Mogul Impact Weekend? Yeah. <laughs> nice. So we wanted to show, one, that black people, black women can work together. We can collaborate. We can partner. It doesn't take anything away from you or the other person when you have to become a team and you have to work together. It allows you to do things bigger, quicker, faster, split costs. I could have put this conference on by myself and it would have cost me a lot of money, but because I reached out to somebody else who I saw that does good work, I've seen their references, Uh, I didn't just pick a partner and just say, hey, let's do this event together. But when you're picking a partner, you should be looking at their work. What do they do? How do they engage? What does their audience think about them? And then we came together. So from a wealth building standpoint, a lot of times people want to do things, but they don't have the money to do them. But they won't reach out to a partner or someone else that can help them get the job done. And so we wanted to show that. But then we also just wanted to have an opportunity to have an event of quality with, you know, um, black people with, uh, especially here in Phoenix, you know, Houston, Dallas, I know you guys get a lot of good stuff through there because a lot of the different conferences come through there. On this far west, California, Nevada, Arizona, we don't get a lot of that stuff. We have to travel out to go get knowledge. So you have to be a seeker of knowledge, a person that wants education um, in order to, to be um, uplifted and elevated and to get this kind of content. So we brought this to Phoenix so that we can talk about unity. We can talk about the resilience. We can help with our business structures. We can help you know, professionally develop, personally develop, and really just bring some of that um, energy here to Phoenix. Excellent. Yeah, that's that sounds sounds about right. So, um, let's see. what all what all will go on during the conference? Well, what did y'all have? What y'all have planned? So it's three days. It's a three day event. Friday night is our networking night. It's our relaxed night. So people get you know people will just be coming into town. They'll get registered. That night we have a songstress that's going to be serenading us. Her name is Terry Tobin. She's going to be doing some um, some of her sets and some um, some I forget what the word is when you sing somebody else's song. Um, she'll be doing that to a guitarist. So it's going to be real. 
excuse me, real laid back. We're going to do our conversations with impact where we have two panelists talking about pursuing your purpose with power. So not just pursue you know, people pursue their purpose and if it doesn't work and like, Oh, I tried. No, you have to pursue that thing with power, with favor, with anointing, with I know this is going to work. It may have failed seventeen times, but I think the thirty fourth time is when it's going to work. <laughs> pursue your purpose with power. So we're going to have to talk to some people that have done that. I have a friend out of Atlanta. Her name is Adria Robinson. She has built an 11,000 member women's organization called Powerful Women in Business. And she's done it, did it in less than a year. That's pursuing your purpose with power. Um, I have a friend here. His name is Cosmic Cadence. He does Poetic Soul. And he's just been in pursuit of his purpose um, for at least three to four years. I've been watching him and watched him grow. I want him to talk about his story and talk to people who may feel like they're stuck or they may feel like they're run out of options or they may feel like they're in this dead-end job and they're not going to get any further or they may feel, you know, hopeless or, you know, like things aren't working out for them and they've come to the end of their rope. That's what the first night is about. It's networking. It's being around other people that may feel that way, but talking with other people who have gone through that and gotten to the other side. Because if you look at the news or if you look at your community or your environment, sometimes it can't be helpless. So we want to talk about pursuing your purpose with power. We'll be doing that Friday night. Saturday is our actual Mogul Up conference. So that's the actual conference day where the speakers will talk, the speakers will present. Um, Roy Tatum is going to be talking about conscious capitalism. Dr. Frazier is going to be talking about God is so good. Why are we doing so bad? I'll be presenting on Unleashing Your Mogul. Um, Tanisha is going to be speaking on living your vision and Arnita Johnson Hall will be talking about leaving a legacy with your business that night we have our award dinner so I love to get dressed up and I love seeing brothers in suits. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have an event on Saturday night where everybody gets to get dressed up come out have a good time sit down break bread have dinner dance the night away not at a club, but just, you know, with, with people, like-minded people, you know what I'm saying, doing good things, positive people, you know, making moves in the community. On Sunday, we have a brunch, the Powering You Brunch. We're going to talk about the power that you have in you right here, right now, today. How do you tap into that? Dr. Will is going to be speaking about the power of time and choice to transform your life. And then um, Ebony Porter E.K. is going to be talking about coinology, um, understanding your value and your worth and how to get paid that value. So it's going to be a great weekend. I, I'm super excited about it. Wow. That does. That sounds like some very, very good workshops. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I saw a video on your page, and honestly, I'm glad you addressed it because I, I felt that way at first myself. So there's a video on your page where you were talking about, um, oh, gosh, I forget what the title was, but it was basically about, like, don't turn away your blessings. Don't turn away something because you think you're not ready. And you were talking about, so, for instance, the name Mogul Impact can be pretty intimidating, right? Mogul, oh, my gosh, I'm not a mogul. So what? why would I come to this conference? I'm so far from being a mogul right now. And in the video, you were basically saying that's the point. The point is you're not a mogul, but obviously you're aspiring to be one. So you come to the conference to get the jewels and to get the information and to get the motivation that you need along your journey. And I thought that that was very interesting that you addressed that. Yes, you hit the nail on the head. I was talking to my mentor (laughs) 
And he was like, Lynette, your word is so big. Mobile is such a big word. People can aspire to be a boss because it's, it's relatable. It's understandable. You go to work every day. You see a boss. You'd be like, I'm tired of being the, the employee, the customer right. service person, the guy at the register. I want to be the boss, right? So boss is a very relative word. You understand it. But when you put it, when I, put, when I talk to people about the difference between a boss and a mogul, and, and there's, there's, I mean, there, there is, but there isn't, right? So the boss is the person that's the lead of the organization, okay? So if you look at a Kobe or a LeBron or, a, you know, someone of that nature, they are boss. They are boss. They, they're paid. They're making money. So we aspire to be people who we think are bosses who are making money, right? Rap stars. Um, sports people, um, entertainers, because those are bosses. But what people don't realize is somebody signs their check. Yeah. Somebody's on top of them. So that twenty million they made, the organization right. made a hundred million. <laughs> the guy that yep. signs LeBron's check, he's the guy I'm one of pursuit. So the mogul yep. is the person that's on top of the boss that actually is the person that's making these choices and decisions. So people, I've had somebody say, well, Oprah's a mogul. She is. She started out as a boss. Now she's a mogul. Nobody signs Oprah's checks now. Oh. Oprah signs the checks. So she, she's, she's, she's still a boss, but she's a mogul right. at the same time because she's the check signer. So here's what I tell people because my, my mentor was like, you know, how do you talk to somebody that has their EBT check or their EBT card and they're going to get right. groceries? And they don't feel like a mogul. How do you how do you reach them? And here's the thing that I tell people: being a mogul, it's not how much money you have. It's not where you end. It's where you start. It's your mindset. It's how you pursue your life. Do you pursue your life with power and influence? Do you believe that you can have whatever you? think of? Do you have the ability to go after what you want? Do you think that you deserve this thing? Are you willing to fight for it? That is the only difference between a mogul and a regular person. Now, the thing is, we don't recognize a person as a mogul until we see them famously with money. That's when we see them. But right. was Oprah a mogul when she was giving out cars on TV or was she a mogul when she decided who she was going to be and what she was going to become? Was Steve Jobs a mogul when he presented us with the Mac computer and the iPhone, or was he a mogul when he said, I'm about to create this keyboard? Because it started with a keyboard. The iPhone and the iMac and all this other stuff, he had to first have the desire within himself that says, I can do this thing and then pursue it. So to me, when I talk to people about being a mogul, it's more about a mindset and a lifestyle because if you don't create your influence, if you don't become powerful, if you don't gain control of your life, you're never going to be presented with the opportunity of finances that will elevate you. A mogul, by definition, is just a person of power and influence. It has nothing to do with money. It has to do with your power and your influence. That's what it has to do with. And if you work your power and influence, you go up the ranks, and as you go up the ranks, you get to declare your value and you get to ask for more money. But the money isn't what makes you powerful because you if you don't have power and influence, if you're not a person that people look to as an influencer, nobody's gonna pay you. True. So you gotta start with the power True. and influence, you gotta start with your mindset, you gotta start with your actions. So that's what the mobile impact conference is about. 
coming to get that mindset, coming to get those actions, coming to figure out where you want to be an impact, coming to unleash your fears, unleash not getting that job, unleash that divorce, unleash your past, unleash your failures so that you can set yourself free and walk into your life. You can leave a legacy with your business. You can live your vision. You can use your resources, your tools, leverage your um, network, monetize your knowledge. But if you don't recognize that you're powerful and influential and that you can manifest what you want, you can't be a person that has a mobile impact. Wow. Well, today that y'all heard y'all good words for the day. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I agree. All the gurus say that it definitely starts in your mind. You got to get your mind and your spirit together um, to even walk into it. And so, yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm glad that you followed your calling for this event. And pressed on. So, um, how was this? Was this? Did this event flow? Was it just a natural flow? Everything just fell into place, or um, did you face any any turbulence along the way? And if you did, can you maybe give us an example of maybe something that didn't quite go right and how you maneuvered around it and kept the ship kept the ship <laughs> going where it needed to go? Girl, let me tell you nothing. And if somebody tells you everything went smoothly and as planned, they are lying to you. I'm going to look them in their face like, you lie. <laughs> you are lying. Um, <laughs> nothing goes smoothly. Nothing goes as you planned. Uh, you know, I pl- I started planning this event, and, you know, I was really excited. I'm, you know, picking, picking all these numbers, and I'm going above the top, and then my mom had a seizure, and she just looked at both of her shoulders, and I had to come home and take care of her for a month. So my mark from a marketing perspective, I didn't get to market the way I needed to. So then I had to reduce the pricing because now I'm a month behind and marketing. Oh wow! So I had to reduce the price to kind of make up for that whole month that we didn't do our marketing. But you know, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a human being, as a mother, as a husband, as a wife, as a father, you right. have to look at things and be like, what's most important? How do I handle this? Do I keep my price to you know, the same place to save face or do I do what's right? I have to do what's right for my mm. business. I have to do what's right for my community. So let me reduce the price. So it's something that's more economical for them with this shorter notice. So that was a huge hit from a financial standpoint. Wow. We had already signed the contract. We had already picked the room that we're going to have it in. We already, you know, mm. had estimated these particular numbers. So right. that was a huge blow. Um <laughs> And then, you, you re, I mean, really, and then, you know, you're dealing with major people. So you tell people, you know, certain dollars amount that you're going to bring in, certain people right, you're going to bring definitely. in, and how much you're going to pay them. And now you have to go back and be like, well, let me, you know, can we renegotiate? <laughs> but that's a humbling experience, having to go back to somebody and be like, okay, can we renegotiate? So, I mean, yeah. it's been a roller coaster ride. I'll tell you that. I will tell you that it's a very humbling experience because, you mm-hmm. know, when you plant something, you think everybody's going to jump out of like, oh, you know, it's you. Hey, you back. You know, yes. you, you know what I'm saying? Think about right. out. <laughs> and then you find yourself making phone calls, like cold calls, like, hey, 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 you coming? You coming to my conference? What you doing? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know but that's what you have to do. That's how a mobile operates. I could sit here and be frustrated and upset and mad because the the numbers aren't doing what I wanted them to do, what I expected them to do, because people aren't knocking my door down. Like I could be in my feelings. I really could. And I ha- I've had right. moments like that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've had those moments where I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if this is gonna come out right. And I just had to, and you right. know, luckily 
I have a sister circle or a circle of sisters or a circle of moguls or my inner circle, whatever you want to call it, that I can turn right. to and they're like, hey, you got this. Like, don't trip on the numbers. The people yeah. that need to be in there are going to mm-hmm. be in there. You're working this event. Your marketing is fantastic. You did, I mean, they, they just keep yeah. pouring into me. How can you be down, frustrated, annoyed, upset when you have people like Elevation Allah out there in Houston who's promoting for me? I've never met him a day yeah. in my life. He connected me with you <laughs> in Houston. I got my homeboy Lawrence Gant up in the Bay Area. I've never met him a day in my life. He's pushing me in his in his in his circle. Wonderful. He's pushing me in the Bay Area events. Like you, people recognize good work and consistency. You don't even right. have to ask people to help you. You know what I'm saying? And then they know when you're down. So. There are down pieces. Um, how I would tell somebody to get right. through the the sullen and the down and and the the oh Lord, I don't know if I'm gonna make it is really get you <laughs> get around some good people that see what you're doing, that speak to your mogul, that lift you up, that that know that that see something in you when you don't see it at that moment that can pull you up because that's important. You know, it's very easy to get down and stay down. But when you, when you're around people, I wish I could take credit for the stuff that I do. Tisha. I really do. I wish I could be like, it's all me. It's not, it's probably like 25% me and 75% the people around me, the motivation I get, the support from the community that I get, the love that people show me, um, the feedback that I get. It really is mostly the people around me that allow me to shine and to do what I do. Excellent, excellent. And you know what I found? I found it's a resiliency that comes with business people, with moguls. Um, and I was I was talking to my mother about it when I was – I did a, a – the biggest project I've done was last year I did a Kwanzaa event. And um, like you said, you know, these hurdles start coming. And you have to – you know, you got to pep talk yourself, and you have to go amongst your sisters and amongst your brothers, and they have to pep talk you, and you have to stay focused on the vision. And I was telling my mother, I'm like, I noticed the difference between people who get back up and keep moving and the ones who throw in the tile is resiliency. There's, there's this fortitude that you gain from smaller projects. So maybe, you know, um, whatever it is, whatever small accomplishments I've – I've accomplished in my past, I can go back to those in my mind and think, okay, I did this, I did that. I can do this. I just got to push through. And yep. I think that a lot of people who have that, who who have the desire and have the vision to do something, but they give up too soon is because they haven't built their inner resiliency, their inner fortitude. Yes. And those are the reasons. Yes. And, and that's the reason for, you know, write the passage programs or um, these business schools, um, motivation, you know, your, your, um, your mentors, all these people help you build up your inner fortitude so that when it's, because it does, there comes a point, there's always a point where you're like, you know what, I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to leave this right here and walk away. But you can't do that. You have to push through. You have to, have to, have to push through. Um, and and that's, that's the thing that I am trying to, and what that code is, so that I can help give it to other people. I can help other people build up their inner, you know, that inner spirit, that inner can-do attitude so that they can push through when it gets hard and not fold under the pressure. You said a mouthful. I mean, you literally, <laughs> like you are just ding, 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 hitting the nail on the head. 
if you don't have those small wins, it's very hard to even imagine having a big one. And so that's right. where I think a lot of people, a lot of people falter. They look at the big win, like God, that win is so huge. I'm not gonna do it. I can't go back to school. I can't start this business. <laughs> I can't write this book. I can't, you know, this is right. huge. I can't apply for that job. And so they were like, forget, you know, whatever. But one of the things I teach when I, I love talking about milestones is, okay, so this is our big goal. This is our, yeah. our, 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 our micro goal, our macro goal. What are the micro steps that it takes for us to get there? Because if people start looking at things from the little steps, the, the milestones, yeah. the book is huge. It is hard to write a book. It is huge to write a book. But what is your book about? Oh, I want to write about this. Okay, right. so what are you going to talk about it? Well, I want to talk about this, this, and this, and this, and this. Okay, cool. So you just gave me your five chapters. <gasps> Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. so give me three points in <laughs> each one of those topics you want to talk about. Boom, 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 boom. All right, so that's three paragraphs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who is this book for? Oh, it's for women. Okay, there's your target market. Oh, my God. And we can, we can put, I can tell somebody yeah. put a book together in 30 minutes. But you yeah. think about it as there's this book. You know what I'm saying? And so those, exactly. those small wins are huge to the psyche, to the mogul, to yeah. unleashing your fear, to stepping out on faith, to taking that next step. But a lot of people look at the big picture instead of that little first step, that first faith step that then makes you be like, oh, you know what? I'm about to jump in here and throw an event two weeks after move, two months after moving <laughs> home from Atlanta. That's what I'm going to do. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation with myself, like it was like it's gonna be cool. Right. <laughs> Two months later, you're gonna have a big event and it's gonna be good. I mean, it is gonna be good. Don't get me wrong, it is gonna be good. But that's just you know, right. when you start thinking like a mogul, you just think you can fly. Like, I'm gonna stick this out here and see what happens. <laughs> oh, peace. So that's where we are now. Okay, yeah, but I lost you. Okay, but yeah, so perfect. So, um. I want to come to the event. I can't come this year, but I do want to come next year. However, I just had all this this just this craziness just happened to me in Houston, and so my money's looking kind of funny. Do I go get a credit card and charge it at thirty five percent to buy all my stuff to come see you, or are there some practical steps I need to take to make sure that um, I can I can progress? To get to the conference next year. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you definitely do not go get a credit card that's going to charge you 35% interest. <laughs> you don't even go get a credit card if it's going to charge you 7% interest, not to come here, not for this, because that would be doing the opposite of being a person that's a mobile impact. I would never tell somebody to finance a trip here. So what wow. I would tell somebody to do, coming out of a situation like yours or like anyone that's in Houston, is taking the proper steps to put you in the position that you want to be in. So if the position that you want to be in is to be able to come next year, then this year right now we start saying, okay, we know we're going to need a hotel. We know we're going to need um, airplane ticket. We know we're going to pay for the event. Come up with that budget. Come up with what those numbers look like and then start deciphering that over the next 12 months. So if I know the ticket's going to be about 300 bucks, I know the airplane ticket's going to be about 300 bucks. definitely want to stay at the hotel, maybe 159 300 So that's almost a $1,000 trip. So $1,000 in 12 months, that's less than $100 a month that you would need to save to prepare to do that. And that would be the same for anything. If it's a business that you want to start, oh, you know what? You know, it's going to be, you know, $1,000 for the website. I need to do my marketing. I need to get my logo. I need to create my brand. It's going to be about another $500. 
um, you know, whatever it is that you need to put into your your uh, budget. Maybe, you know, at the end of the day, it might be $2,500 to get your business up and going. You want to be in business in six months, $2,500 divided by six. You want to be in your business in a year, $2,500 divided by 12. So for somebody that's in one place that wants to get to another place, I'm very big on planning. Now, planning is not going to do it. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's the first step. The plan is not what makes a person successful. The execution of the plan is what makes the person successful. So I talk I teach people about milestoning. What milestoning is is creating your plan and then putting your stones next to it. When does this have to be done by? I need a date on this. My clients are mostly successful because I put a date on stuff. And when they don't meet the date, then they have to deal with me. Most of my clients don't want to deal with me. So they become successful by default. <laughs> whatever works. So what I would, yeah, whatever works, right? So what I would tell someone that is in a position where they don't want to be is be realistic. Look at where you are. Look at your look at the outcome that you want to have, and then how do you work towards that? Not hurting yourself, not adding additional pressure or additional finances or additional pain, but how do you? Put yourself in a position to uplift yourself so that you can get to the next place. Now, some of it might be painful, but it should be un- it should be the type of pain that helps you grow, not the pain that sets you back. So, like getting a credit card to pay debt—that's not something I would recommend for something like this. Now, if you had five credit cards, one was a thousand, one was twelve hundred, one was seven fifty, and one was four hundred, and you're paying four different credit card people. And you went and got one credit card for $5,000 and transferred all your balances to that credit card, that I would be like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, do that. Because now you, you're not paying for people, you're not paying for interest rates, you're paying one, you have a pay. That yeah. I would say, oh, yeah, that's definitely going to help you. But to finance a vacation, finance a trip, finance no, a wedding, a idea, huh? anything that's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't suggest doing Not that. a good idea. It, there's no free money. No free money, no free money. As good as it sounds. I mean, if you think about it, sometimes sales. people, you know, sometimes people are paying for vacations that they've took three years ago yeah. off of a credit card. True. You charge a $3,000 trip, you're still paying for that vacation, that four days, three years uh, later. Uh-uh. Crazy. It is. That's yeah. all moguls do. <laughs> right, it's not good money management, not at all. And uh-uh. if that if, if that sounds like a good idea, I'm gonna need y'all to reach out to a mentor, reach out to Sister Lene, reach out to somebody so they can talk some sense back into you because it's just not it's not wise. Like she said, it's not what a mogul would do. And and that's what we're about. We're about black business excellence. And I know I know you have like we got about five more minutes. If you could briefly, um, I also enjoy, I also enjoy listening to you talk about um, black businesses and how we need to, um, um, oh gosh, what's the word? We need to give feedback to black businesses. And so, you know, everybody, it's like a stereotype about black businesses. Everybody knows that I don't have to repeat it. But you're saying, okay, first of all, the stereotype is not true. There's plenty of us doing a really great business. And second of all, if there is a problem with a black business, address that. Talk to that person. Let them know. Give them feedback so that if they're truly trying to stay in business and be successful in their business, they can use that feedback to 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 do better. And I just pretty much explained it, but 
if you could just kind of just give a brief review of of your your um, understanding of that aspect of black business. I think you hit again. You know, I, I got to come to you because I can sit down with you. You sound like a woman after my own heart. I swear to goodness, but you literally hit it on the head, hit the nail on the head. Um, so because of what I do, I am blessed to deal with, talk to, network with a lot of black business owners. And so part of that is asking, how did you get started? Who's in your circle? What do you do? How did you get here? And the majority, not everyone, but the majority of those of us that are in business, we're the first person to start a business in our family. Whether it's a brick-and-mortar business that you walk into or an online business, we're the first one. So we're trying to figure this business thing out. I blew $10,000 in the first three months of my business because I did not know Okay, I got oh an eight thousand five hundred dollar website, and it was built on a sixty five dollar theme. I didn't know what a theme was. Wow. I didn't know what a web designer was. I needed a developer. I got a developer. She charged me twenty five hundred dollars. Taught me how to do WordPress. My third website Ooh. cost me forty five dollars, and it's the website that I've used for three years. The <laughs> last three websites I did, I built myself. So, but it's stuff we don't know. So the thing about black business right. owners and that I like to tell people is a lot of times they're the first person. And so they're bumping their heads. They're trying to figure things out. They're trying to figure out customer service. They're trying to figure out people at the front desk or the front um, counter. And so a lot of times we walk in while they're trying to figure it out and we walk in, we want, you know, it's our people. So we do expect better service and excellence. And we go in there and we let down First of all, we have the stereotype in the back of our head already. So we walk in thinking, all right, I'm going to give this business a try. We go in. They do something we don't like. I knew it. I'm going to go. But we don't, we don't take into consideration this is probably a first-time business owner. They probably don't have an aunt or uncle or cousin that gave them some money. They're probably robbing Peter to pay Paul. They probably got their niece at the front desk. She don't really want to be there. So her right. I mean, there's just so many things that go into Running a business that, as a consumer, you don't think about. So as a business owner, I think about those things. And when I get bad service or I get, um, you know, quality that I think is less than fitting, I stop. And I'm like, okay, let me, hey, you know, this is what happened. This is what could have happened. This is how we fix it. Just want to let you know. A lot of times business owners come back like, you know, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you for letting me know. I'll deal with it. You know what I mean? Um, And a business owner that comes back to me like that, I will take my business to them again. I would take my business to them again because they want to know. They want to learn. They want to do better. I'm okay. I, I make mistakes. I tell my clients and my audience all the time, do not put me on a pedestal. I am a human being. And if you live your whole life not making one mistake, cool, but I will make a mistake. I will let you down. I will forget to call you. I might forget an email. I don't <laughs> intend to. I don't operate yeah. out of excellence, but I'm human. I'm a human being. So if it's okay for the Chinese restaurant, the Asian restaurant, the Mexican restaurant, this restaurant to mess your order up, but I can't, I have a problem with that. Right. So I try yep. to just be a little bit more understanding with my community um, and then just say, you know, give us, give people feedback. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know if you picked a bad day. Go back. Give them a second try. Second time they don't do good, but give them a third, and then at least you try. But don't just write the whole community and the whole business community off because you had a bad experience. Or because you think everybody's stereotypical, because that's not true. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Beautiful, sis. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I wish we had more time. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm going to meet you in person. Uh, www.mogul, M-O-G-U-L, impact, I-M-P-A-C-T, weekend.com. www.mogulimpactweekend.com. Mogul Impact Conference and Retreat on Facebook. 
We are talking to Sister Lene Javette. She is also on Facebook, all social media, of course. Look her up. Look at the flyer. All the spellings are on the flyer. This coming weekend, September 8th through the 10th, 2017, three days of dynamic speakers, entertainment, business conference, black tie awards gala, empowerment brunch, vendor shopping, evening social, and national networking. We have just been talking to Fish. She gave us some wonderful information. If you're listening late, make sure you go back to the archives from the beginning. And um, I wish you extremely abundant success. This coming weekend, sis, and I look forward to meeting you in the very near future. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. I cannot wait to meet you in person. Same here. Same here. Enjoy your weekend, sis. Peace. You too. Uh-oh. Ah, there we go. All right. So... That was that was a uh, motivational moment. I hope that it helped. I hope that you gained something from it. Everybody in Houston, y'all, we are doing such a wonderful job of encouraging one another, of helping one another, of extending the olive branch. And Lil, you might not know, but actually, if you look at the Texas sigil, um, in the Texas flag, and you look at it very carefully, you'll actually see an olive branch. There's an olive branch, and there's a laurel branch, and um, that is that is the flower of of of, of sitting down at the table and breaking bread and and solid relationships. This is the friendship state. This is what we do, right? So you know, um, you can you can look at it one or two ways, y'all. You know how the game goes. Chaos, right? Chaos, beautiful, beautiful chaos. Because chaos can go anyway, can go anyway, anyway, anyway. And at Circle Sisters, we are about awakening, remembering, rediscovering our magic. And part of that magic is learning how to manipulate energy. There is so much energy in the air right now in Houston, Texas. Are we going to take that energy and allow it to bury us? Are we going to take that energy and allow it to propel us to our next greatest, or just our next greatest? (laughs) Uh, I know what we're doing over here, and I know if you're rocking with us, you're rocking with the best, and we're going to continue to give you what you need to go to your next greatest. Thank you for listening, www.com. CircleSisterTeen.com is the website. Um, I haven't blogged yet about this experience. I've been kind of just putting the pieces together, figuring out exactly how what I want to say and how I want to say it. But look for uh, blogs in the next coming days. Go ahead and check out the archives. The podcast archives are on there as well. And if you have any questions, give me a call, 713-338-9343, 713-338-9343. I can shoot you um, Sister Lene's information or anything else you might need. I know I have a resource. Well, I don't have a resource, guys. If you go to www.HoustonAfricanAmericanBloggers.com, they have compiled a resource guide for everything from clothing donation places to food pantries, to um, people who are opening up their homes if you need to rent a room, to hotels that are taking FEMA. Um, um, FEMA, I'm not sure what it is, but 
the, the information from FEMA to help for you pay for a room. If you're looking for car services, travel, you know, transportation services, people who might have Uber or the other transportation, um, cabs, things of that nature. If you need cash, if you need money, of course we all need money, but if, you know, <laughs> if you really need money because you lost everything, they have information about their on there as well, different organizations you can go to. If you need pampers, baby food, if you need medicine, people, you know, that's, that's the reality. If you need medication, if you lost your medicine in the storm, there's resources on there for that as well. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to reach out, you know, reach out your hand and help someone. Shake a hand, shake a hand, shake a hand, y'all. All right, peace. Uh, you know, I got to find the phone. Shake a hand, 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 shake a hand. You know what? This song actually is perfect right now. Y'all know I love Unbreakable. But right now, y'all need to blast it. Turn up your radios. <laughs> Turn up your radios and, and put this song on repeat. This is Unbreakable by Star. S-T-A-H-H-R. Stay unbreakable. Thought that it would break me, take me off my course. Fell, picked it up, realigned with the source. Back on the horse like a diver. I'm a survivor, victor, picture perfect. Work it till it's short circuit. Think it, speak it, claim it, secret. Ain't it ancient? Murder fragrance, ultraviolet, how I speak when I'm silent Through my aura, Borealis, Aurora, it's in the bloodline Liquid sunshine, the heart, know it and I'm doing my part Sometimes it's switching a blink like a glitch in the link of a chain Stay off it, before I lose I'm a forfeit No bowing to the corporate, the devil's in the pulpit Applaud this, flawless, spit gorgeous Justice for the lawless, that real rawness Something inside of me, got in me, keeps reminding me.
reminded me to rewind and see no following blindly. The worst is behind me. Every cell of my being responding to freedom. That's where it starts first. Filling DNA first. Like a climax all through your body. Such a rush type fast lane in Maserati. Kept my guard up in case they want to start stuff. Like little call bluffs even if you're all tough. Knock your block off trying to get your rocks off. Turntables cause we able to win. Unshakable we booted firm breaking the mint. Breaking the mint. Breaking the mint. 